0: Welcome into Mock Trial Masterclass, your guide to controlling the courtroom. I'm Luke and I want you to be a Mock Trial Master. Let's talk about how you can make that happen. A really frustrating mistake that I seen Mock Trial competitors make a lot of times in their closing argument is that it isn't even an argument at all. A lot of times I see competitors get up to give their closing argument and it simply devolves into opening statement number two, or second opening if you will. What I mean by that is they take their opening statement that they gave earlier, which was a preview of the trial where they said, you're going to hear this and and you're going to see this. And all they do is just turn it to the past tense. They say, you heard this, you saw this. And again, it just becomes opening number two, but in the past tense. And when you do that, you're not actually arguing. Closing arguments and actually arguing during them is super important to mock trial success because having a great closing argument is a good way to put a bow on your case in a really powerful way. But beyond that, if you get to closing arguments and it's just a point or two that separates you and the other team, being able to argue during your closing argument and land those arguments powerfully will be the difference in a win and a loss. So what we're gonna go over in this video is three steps to preparing an outstanding closing argument that accomplishes that every time. If you follow these three steps, not only will you avoid that trap of giving opening number two when you get up to give your closing argument, but you're gonna ensure that the closing you do deliver argues and is super powerful and lands with scores. So you ready to hop in? Let's do it. Step one to a great closing argument The first thing that needs to happen in your closing argument is you need to tell a story related to your case. Now I have another video on my channel all about this step that does a deep dive into this step and I'll leave the link to that in the description on YouTube or the show notes on podcast platforms but I will talk about it briefly here too so that you understand what I'm talking about. One of the most powerful ways or in fact the most powerful way to open your closing argument is to, like I said, tell a story related to your theme and your case. Now, what that doesn't look like is, again, telling the same story you told an opening statement. Because chances are an opening statement you told a story, right? If you're the plaintiff for prosecution, you told the story of what you believe the defendant did in the case. And if you're on defense, you probably spun the narrative back around in your direction and said, well, here's what really happened and told a story. That's not the kind of story we're telling here. The type of story we want to tell during closing arguments is a metaphor, an analogy, or a parable that relates to your theme. I'll give you a couple of quick examples. So maybe you had a theme or a slogan for your side of the case of, this case was an accident waiting to happen. Well, a really powerful way for you to open your closing argument is to tell a story to the jury about a situation where there was an accident waiting to happen. So you tell that story and then you stop and you're able to tell the jury and members of the jury just like that story I just told this case was an accident waiting to happen and so maybe your theme is a promise broken right that's your theme. you say this is a case about a promise broken well it would be really really easy really really good if you open your closing argument telling a story unrelated to the case about a broken promise again a metaphor or parable that you can then tie back into the case and say, and members of the jury, just like in that story, there was a broken promise. There was a broken promise in this case. When you do this, when you use this strategy, it gives the jury something concrete to latch onto, to grab onto, and to get them excited about what they're about to hear from you in your closing argument. It's a really great communication technique. It sets you up for success and you should use this one every time you deliver a closing argument. So again, for a deeper dive on this step of writing a great closing argument, I will leave the link in the description on YouTube and in the show notes on podcast platforms for the other video I made earlier talking about this step specifically. Step number two to a great closing argument is you need to apply the case at hand to the law. So every mock trial case has law surrounding it and typically that comes in the form of specific elements that you need to prove. So for example, if it's a murder trial, uh, one element you need to prove is that someone died. And if you're in a negligence lawsuit, a negligence trial, one of the elements you'll have to prove is that uh, one side had a duty to act in a certain way toward the other side. Right, pretty much every mock trial case has law surrounding it with specific elements that need to be proven. So what I recommend for your closing argument is that you go through each of those elements and explain how, if you're the plaintiff for prosecution, you did meet them, and if you're the defense, how the other side didn't meet them. Doing that is a lot more powerful than going witness by witness and saying, here's what this character told you and here's what this character told you. Because when you do that, it's really easy to get bogged down. It's very tempting as an attorney to only speak about the witnesses that you specifically interacted with. But if you stay focused on the law instead and are able to say, okay, we had these four elements we needed to prove. Here's how we did that. Here's how the characters you heard from today did that or if you're on the defense saying the plaintiff for the prosecution had to prove these four elements and they didn't do it and we're gonna talk about how that's a really great way to go about the next section of your closing argument so again I recommend you start your closing argument by telling a story that relates to your theme connecting that back to the case again almost like a parable or a metaphor and then next apply the case to the law talk about each of the elements and explain why you did or your opponent did not meet each of those elements. Before we get into the third and final component of a great closing argument, I want to let you know that my new book, Mock Trial Masterclass, is officially available on Amazon. Guys, if you're an attorney in mock trial and you're looking to improve your craft to get better and to reach Mock Trial Master Championship status, this is the ultimate resource for you. It is full of tips and strategies for mock trial attorneys and witnesses, by the way, to take their game to the next level. I've been competing in and coaching mock trial for a long time, and I've seen a lot of what doesn't work, but I've also seen a lot of what really, really works. And I've done my best to compile all of that experience, all of that knowledge into this book. But my favorite part about this book beyond the strategies and the fact that it talks about all areas of mock trial beyond just closing arguments, is that it's easy to understand. I just got a message today from someone who's been reading this book, a high school student. He said, Luke, I love reading the book because I'm able to understand the things you're trying to teach. And that isn't always the case with books that talk about some of these mock trial principles. But this book is different than those other ones. We tell stories, we have fun. And if you're enjoying these YouTube videos or these podcasts, you're gonna enjoy this book as well. So if you wanna pick up a copy, you can click the link in the description on YouTube or in the show notes on podcast platforms. Final job during closing arguments, be responsive. I cannot tell you how many times after a good closing argument that did this, that was responsive, when the comments part rolled around after the trial was over, one of the scores stood up and pointed at the closer and said, I loved how your closing was responsive to the trial that just happened and wasn't just a memorized script. I have heard that comment over and over again, which is why you've got to be responsive in your closing arguments. Even if you decide to script a vast majority of your closing argument, I don't necessarily have a problem with that, but you must leave room either at the end of your closing argument or throughout your closing argument to be responsive to the trial that just occurred. One powerful way to do that is with a theme flip. You know, we talked about themes earlier or slogans. Well if the other side has a theme or a slogan, flip it around. If their theme was it was an accident waiting to happen, like what we talked about earlier. You might be able to flip that back around and say, well, you know, the real accident waiting to happen was whatever the, the plaintiff was really doing in this case, right? There are a lot of ways to flip a theme around, but that's one very effective way to be responsive. But there are plenty of other ways to be responsive to the trial that just happened as well. Maybe you highlight a specific comment that a witness made that you wrote down during the trial, and you go grab your legal pad and you say, well, you know what? The, this witness, I wrote it down, said X, Y, and Z, and, and let's talk about that because that was really interesting, right? Right? There are plenty of ways to be responsive, and however you choose to go about being responsive, I just have one requirement of you, and that's that you do it. Because scores are gonna be watching. They're gonna be asking themselves, is this just a memorized script that he rehearsed or she rehearsed and that they're just delivering now and they haven't really been listening? Or is this a powerhouse caliber closing argument that is being responsive to what just happened, to what we just saw, and is living in the moment. If you can accomplish that, in addition to the first two steps we talked about, you're gonna be well on your way to delivering powerhouse closing arguments that put a great bow on your case and keep you far, far away from that opening number two, second opening territory. Because instead, you're gonna be rocking out like a mock trial master.